At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. The numbers told the story they always do. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSEN. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. Good Wednesday morning to you. It is a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, Visa.com, the Visa app, Fubo, Slink, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. Glad you could join us this morning. Gil Alexander, Jeffrey Parlay, producer number five and eight, and the host of the weekend's Bet Center is Jeff Parles is here. Jeffrey Parlay, how you doing, man? You good? Good, Gil. Good, he said. Good, Gil. It's very, it's very sincere yet suspicious at the same time. That tone that he had that in. Uh, the reason is is because he wants to obviously uh, update all the news here in the NFL. Just to let you know, though, hour number two today, uh, Jason Weingarten from under a cloud of smoke in Southern California, and then Spanky in studio. Spanky in studio. Uh, on the show today. We're looking forward to that. Adam Kramer standing by to talk a little college football bowls as well. But first, and Jeff and I on the NFL pretty much the uh, entire first hour. Jeff, uh, just for those who missed it, the latest COVID news from the National Football League, sir. Yeah, it's not looking good for the Browns at the moment. Uh, Kevin Stefanski tested positive earlier this morning. That was announced earlier this morning, I should say. And then Coming down about 20 minutes ago, Baker Mayfield with a COVID-positive test. Uh, so he is uh, right now on the COVID list. He can come back with the two negative tests within 24 hours. He is vaccinated, so there is an opportunity for him to come back. But he's obviously on the list. And also Troy Hill, one of their corners, was added as well. So uh, it is uh, go- going from bad to worse for that COVID situation for the Browns. All the uh, numbers on this game currently off the board for that Saturday Raider-Brown game. That is the key. What you just said, it's a Saturday game, right? So one less day to work with, uh, one fewer day to work with. And that on the heels of eight Browns being added to the reserve COVID list yesterday, including Jarvis Landry, Jedrick Wills, uh, JoJo Natson. I just wanted to say JoJo Natson, Jeff. Um, so that's a, that's not a good situation. And I mean, I guess here's my, here's, can I voice this? Just say, are we getting to the point where postponements might be on the table? Remember we did that last year, right? Well, this is a a little bit different than because they have protocol now. Well, it's a little different because a lot. Remember earlier in the year when they had the bye weeks, they could shuffle whatever they wanted to. And they did. We got none of those. Once you get past the bye weeks. Remember last year you saw Cleveland play a game with no wide receivers because of COVID. You saw the uh, the the Ravens Steeler game get moved a hundred times as well on that Thanksgiving game. Well, most most I mean, this past week Washington played an entire a game against the Cowboys with 
defensive players I'd never heard of, right? I, I have a hard time envisioning that they would move this game. They could move it off Saturday, move it back to Sunday. Even that, right? That they could do, but I have a hard time seeing them doing like a midweek thing, especially, yeah. Gil, since Cleveland flips around and plays Christmas Saturday against ah, Green yes, Bay. Yes, they do. That is correct. So, you know, that game moved yesterday on the eight players that were put on the reserve COVID list yesterday. That game moved from the Browns being six-point favorites to three-point favorites. Now off the board, as is now, the Browns are going to go with Case Keenum as their starter. And Nick Mullen, Nick Mullins, is your backup quarterback. And as Jeff pointed out, Nick Mullins crushed the Raiders last time he was a, he was the starter. So that's, they don't want to see that happen. So it's Case Keenum uh, backed up by Nick Mullins now for the Cleveland Browns. The Rams uh, added Odell Beckham Jr. to the COVID list yesterday. Tyler Higby, by the way, was a false positive, so he he goes off the list. But remember, that list had Jalen Ramsey on it. The Rams have played Monday. No surprise, they flew with all those guys to play Arizona. No surprise, there's an outbreak there. That line has crashed from seven to four and a half. Rams just four and a half point favorites hosting Seattle now. So all of this again, not to not to talk COVID all morning long, but all of this has betting implications. So those are, are two line moves driven by COVID. The one line move that has nothing to do with COVID that I don't understand is for another time. San Francisco now nine and a, nine or nine and a half point favorites hosting the Falcons. That has nothing to do with COVID yet. So anyway, that's the that's the one outlier. But the others completely have to do with that. We'll talk more NFL in just a bit. Let's talk some college football because we have bowl games this weekend. Uh, two on Friday, six on Saturday, then one on Monday, by the way, for good measure. From Bleacher Report and, of course, VEASAN contributor on college football at Kegs and Eggs on Twitter, it's Adam Kramer. How you doing, Adam? I'm doing well, my friend. How about yourself? Doing very well. Before we get into those bowl games, uh, sure. first of all, two things. Army-Navy, uh, from a betting standpoint, we were, we've all been talking about this, how the handle on this game was larger in, uh, at some sports books than any NFL game but the Bucks bills game and the Sunday night game between Green Bay and Chicago. Uh they, they moved the total down to 34 at its low point, 34 and a half. Not they, but the market did. 36 was where it closed, and it still went under despite being 7-7 seven to seven halfway through the first quarter. Uh, is that a game as fun as it always has been for you? Do you just enjoy that tremendously, that game? Yeah, I, I, I really do. I mean, that's a game actually that my family, friends are asking me betting advice for when they have, I haven't heard from them all year. Maybe we're all just desperate for football. Maybe we just love the scene. Whatever the reason, I'm there for it. So, And it was a fun game. Historically, weird things happened in that game. Uh, it, there was supposed to be weather. There wasn't weather. It looked like the total was going to go way over, like you mentioned. Uh, I was on Navy, uh, which was a rare uh, Navy-Army winner because I don't think that game has treated me all too kind. So it's just a fun football game. I, for me personally, I immerse myself in Saturdays all year, like many of us do. And it's it's work and it's intense. And this one you can kind of just sit back from afar with a beverage and enjoy and the game delivered. And then the bigger question as we go into bowl season, I think this is the, the main thing that I want to ask you, which is obviously, uh, you know, the Christian McCaffrey, Leonard Fournette wave of opt outs, which at the time, you know, we said here on this show and, and lots of folks said, I can't believe this didn't happen sooner. And now it's sort of the norm. And so as we look at bowl season as a whole, which is set to kick off, who are the players, the key players and the key games that we should be aware of or that you're actually monitoring because you have a suspicion that they may not be there in the end? And, and by the way, real quick as a talking off point, it's hard. I wrote about this at Beeson this week. It's not just the opt-outs. It's the transfer portal, which is overflowing. When you look at the quarterbacks, Spencer Rattler already finding a new home. It, a lot of this is done somewhat quietly, right? So, so and, and, and coaches – You've got assistants moving at a rapid pace. Like getting good information over the next couple of weeks is really difficult. But for me, look, I, I look at the quarterbacks. Now we saw Carson Strong this morning declare for the draft. We see a huge line move, obviously, in the uh, Nevada game. That uh, maybe somewhat unexpected. Kenny Pickett. We've already seen line move for Pitt toward Michigan State. That feels like an opt out. That's absolutely going to happen. The one I'm very interested by, quarterbacks are the theme here. There's there's two I'm interested in. Staying in the quarterback theme, Matt Corral has said he's going to play for Ole Miss. That has been what he said. I would be curious what people are telling him to do over the last couple of weeks. Like, hey, Matt, 
maybe don't do this. <laughs> like maybe, <laughs> well, maybe save it for the combine. That said, and and maybe this is not the NFL scouting me. If he goes out and lights up Baylor, which is a really good defense, that's more meaningful than any combine throw or anything he can do over the next couple of months. So I'm curious what he does. And the last one to me would be the Ohio State wide receivers. Granted, they've got depth beyond Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson. They do. They've got some guys. It's an incredible room when you look at, you know, Jamison Williams at Alabama, who was an Ohio State, you know, castaway. So, but those two guys have been so important to their success. And I think Utah is very live in that game. If they are out, obviously it's a much different situation for CJ Stroud in that one. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, as far as your comments on, on Corral and those in his ear, who could, who could blame him, right? Like, who could absolutely have the best interest in mind? To be clear, get money. All yes. of the kids. Get money. Do do what you think is right. We Christian McCaffrey and Leonard Fournette, like, are, they, they've turned that into good situations for them. Granted, injuries, however you want to claim it, it has worked out. I don't blame these kids one bit. It's just, you, you talked about it when it comes to the COVID stuff. It just makes it harder to track uh quarterbacks are a little bit easier to track but some of the other positions that we don't talk about as much these news and some of these more obscure bowl games it could be a difficult thing to corral all right let's try to get a handle on the early bowl games though friday we have two and one begins right after this show noon eastern on friday uh that's the bahamas bowl between middle tennessee and toledo toledo big double digit ten and a half point favorites there and at night it is the cure bowl Northern Illinois, also from the MAC, and Coastal Carolina. Coastal Carolina, double-digit favorite, though not your uh, not your Coastal Carolina team from last year, that's for sure. Yeah, that's the game I'm zeroing in on. I kind of like the over in that. Now, now Coastal Carolina has been a, a really interesting team to figure. Northern Illinois as well. When you looked at their 2020 season, of course, which was a mess, I mean, this is a team that really rebounded. I think both of these offenses can score. Coastal Carolina, though, we are a season in, right, months in. And I'm still not exactly sure how good they are. I know they won double-digit games. Uh, I know they've had a heck of a run over the past two years. I still think that, you know, when you look at this game, Northern Illinois could be potentially live, but I think there's going to be points, so I'd lean over in that. 63-and-a-half the total, Coastal Carolina, Northern Illinois. And then Saturday, six, count them, six bowl games, New Orleans, uh, Lending Tree, Independence, New Mexico, Boca Raton, L.A. What's the game, what's the bet you like the best amongst them? I think BYU, I I say this, and now UAB is going to win this out, right? And I love Bill Clark. I've known Bill Clark for a while. He's done a heck of a job resurrecting, truly resurrecting UAB. I wish BYU was playing another Power 5 team. I really do. They essentially beat the entire Pac-12 this year. They had a tremendous season. They lost to Baylor, who we saw how good they were. I just, and maybe it's a square play, but BYU with the seven there's a six and a half, a couple of six and a halfs out there. It's just not enough for me. BYU is legit. They've got speed. They've got talent to do what they did after losing Zach Wilson to the Jets, my Jets, unfortunately. Uh, I thought it was a tremendous season. I don't think this team has gotten enough credit. Again, UAB, kind of the model of group of five consistency. I don't think that's enough in this game. I don't think that's going to play. I think BYU wins this by double digits. All right. Anything on Tulsa ODU as we as we leave here? On Monday? No, no, I've got, you know, I've got a couple. I like Oregon State, just kind of, you know, rapid fire machine gun. I like Fresno State uh, and App State, Western Kentucky over. Okay. We'll, uh, we'll obviously crescendo this as the bowls come. We'll do this next week. A little more meat on the bone in terms of the matchups. Thank you, Adam. Appreciate it, man. All right. At, take care, guys. Adam Kramer, everybody. At Kegs and Eggs on Twitter. Coming back. Our power rankings of the NFL. Numbers Game Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Football season is here. In case you haven't noticed, and it's time to download BetMGM Sports. It is Nevada's premier sports betting app. BetMGM with all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account. And start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada, whatever your sport, whatever your betting style. You're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and family specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Gil Alexander, Jeff Parlay in the house. Jeff Steph Curry, all-time record set last night. Did it in the first quarter. Was minus 110, by the way, at DraftKings for him to do it in the first quarter yesterday, which was a very short price. I would have, You would have thought he wanted to get rid of that quick, and he did. All-time record for the most three-point field goals made breaking the record uh, that was previously held by Ray Allen. Allen in attendance, giving him the old hug, saying he's proud of him. Of course, Steph did it in so, so many fewer games than Ray Allen did. But just the greatest shooter of all time who changed the game of basketball. And I'm just glad, as a guy who lived most of his adult life in the Bay Area, I'm just finally glad that everybody's recognized. Everybody's probably finally putting Steph in his proper historical place now. Something that folks in the Bay Area have really... Known all along, quite frankly, a guy who had, you know, such severe ankle injuries, plural, that people thought his career might be done. And I cannot stress this point enough. Beyond that, even when the Warriors traded Monte Ellis, which effectively cleared the way for Steph Curry for it to be his team, quite frankly, the outcry by Warriors fans and by people in the Bay Area, was unbelievable off the charts. Unbelievable, the level of that. People couldn't believe that the Warriors would trade Monte Ellis in a package that brought back Andrew Bogut. Outraged. And in retrospect, how ridiculous. We didn't even have to say in retrospect. Dr. Bob and I used to hang out uh, in the Bay all the time back in those days. And it's amazing. We couldn't go from one Starbucks to another without arguing with someone about this, that this was the best thing for the franchise. We couldn't go from avocado toast place to another avocado toast place, Jeff. It's a little Bay Area humor for you guys. Um, So with the COVID stuff, again, if you missed it, Kevin Stefanski and Baker Mayfield now testing positive for the Browns. uh, Kevin Stefanski will not be with the team uh, in their Saturday game against the Raiders. Baker Mayfield still, there's a possibility he... Is Baker out for the Saturday game? Is that official? No, or he he's could still, not out. He, he can could still he, come he's back. He's vaccinated. He can get the two, two negatives. negatives within 24 hours and come back. So if not, it'll be Case Keenum backed up by Nick Mullins. We'll see if Baker can play in this game. Uh, but that brings the total, by the way, to seven teams now. Seven teams, so just shy of a quarter of the league, that are now in enhanced COVID protocols. So what that means essentially is whether you're vaccinated or unvaccinated, it uh, doesn't matter. There is mandatory testing every day with these seven teams, and those seven teams are the Falcons, the Lions, the Vikings, the Washington football teamers, the Bears, and now the Browns and the Rams. As we said, those are the two lines that have moved the most. The Browns, who were six-point favorites against the Raiders, now three, now off the board. Three yesterday moved uh, when the first eight guys were put on COVID, uh, the COVID list, and now off the board. And then with the uh, 
with the Rams from seven-point favorites against the Seahawks to as low as four-and-a-half in some locations. All right, Jeff, you ready for power rankings? Power rankings it is. I was expecting a big intro of music and stuff. Um, we don't have the budget on the show. Is that the budget? Not on the show. So, so the, top end, the, the NFL top ten power rankings, may I just say this? I had the least movement from any week to another, and I guess that makes sense where there were no real upsets in the league. Nobody entered the top 10. Nobody left the top 10. Just a little bit of an incremental move on stuff. On stuff. Tennessee Titans remain my number 10. Again, for those Titans haters out there, I don't dock points for you know guys who are out of a lineup. They got Julio Jones back last week. A.J. Brown is on the horizon. I don't know if it's this week. Could be next week. But A.J. Brown ready to go. And Derrick Henry coming back week 18. If the Titans can overcome teams like the Steelers, that is a big if. They're at the Steelers this week. A.J. Brown would be a big help for that. But they're at number 10 are the Titans. The Rams uh, are at number 9. I didn't put the Rams any higher? No. Rams are at number 9? Really? Is that where I had them? No, they're at number nine. They, oh, they entered. They were, they were out of my top ten. That's right. So they're the one team that did get back. They had lost three of four. So the Rams are the one exception. They come into the top ten. They're at number nine after that big win over the Cardinals. Chiefs are at eight. I'm not as slurpy of the Chiefs as other people are. Uh, I think there's a lot of problems still with that offense. Let's see how they do tomorrow night against the Chargers, who are one position above them. Get back to me after that game. Chargers at number seven. Patriots are six. They remain where they are on a bye. Colts are five. They remain where they are. Cowboys uh, did beat Washington, but they beat they beat a depleted Washington team. And I do mean depleted, not only on defense with guys up from the practice squad, but also Terry McLaurin had to leave the game. Taylor Heineke had to leave the game. And Washington still had the ball with a chance to tie late in that. So Dallas remains at number four. I'm not going not gonna to move them down for the win. Arizona does go from number one to number three on their loss to the Rams. Their first time out of the number one spot in a bit. Tampa Bay goes from three to two. Green Bay goes from two to one. And I cannot believe the Green Bay Packers are my number one team because you do think that they are, in some respects on offense, the most simple, right? It's the connection between Rodgers and Devontae Adams. You you remove either of those guys, and it's a collapse. Defense, very underrated, though. They're the number one team. I'm not sure they lose another game this year. So they've earned it. Green Bay, Tampa Bay, Arizona, all 10 and three teams all atop the power rankings. Jeffrey. Green Bay wins out. Green Bay gets the one seed for the second consecutive year as well. Pretty amazing for uh, for three years of Matt LaFleur. It would look like three years of buys potentially for Green Bay, which is pretty incredible, all things considered. It's as if they have Aaron Rodgers on It's the almost team. like Aaron Rodgers is still very good at football, <laughs> yes. regardless of uh, what your thoughts thoughts are of the off-the-field stuff. Uh, my power rankings, I have a new number one this week, obviously. Yeah, we have the Cardinals. I'm going to move Tampa from three to one because I trust Tom Brady and that team more than I trust Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers' pinky toe, which all of a sudden seems to be a an issue, at least according to Rodgers now. We didn't see any issue with that in the, in the Bear game. Granted, the Bears are terrible, but that is something to monitor. What did Christy say? He's just trying to not go to practice this week? It, uh, look, it's it's more than possible. It hurts more than ever. Still but, but look, that if, if he continues to say it, there very well could be something that is more significant than we all realize. So I hopped Tampa from three to one. Green Bay stays at two. New England, by the virtue of not playing, moves ahead of Arizona. That defense is playing better than any unit in the NFL. That is a big test that's going to come up on Saturday, though, because Indy is by far the best team they have played since the winning streak started. Arizona down to four. Kansas City stays put at number five. The Rams move above Dallas for me for one reason. Forget the McCarthy tax. Forget all that. Since Dak has come back from the calf injury, Dak has been nowhere near the quarterback that he was pre-injury. For sure. And that is a humongous concern moving forward because pre-injury, I thought Dallas was the best offense in the NFL and there wasn't much of an argument. Now, they're still good, but they're nowhere near as elite as they were pre-injury for Dak. So they go behind the Rams who, look, I know Odell Beckham got put on the COVID list and may not play this week, but if Odell Beckham's going to play like he did on Monday night, the Rams' offense looks very different moving forward than they did after 
Uh, they got Beckham and lost Woods, where it looked pretty anemic there for a few weeks. Indy stays put at eight. Chargers stay put at nine. Tennessee moves in for Cincinnati. Uh, Tennessee is going to be the biggest mover potentially through these last few weeks because if they string together some wins oh, yeah. still with guys out and they get Henry back and if they somehow get the one seed, we've talked about it, they are the best set up of these teams in the bottom half to make a run because if you get Henry back and they get the one seed, 100%. you do not want to play them in January. 100%. I don't know why I get so much pushback on that, but that's 100% right. So we got the same t- we got the same 10 teams just reshuffled a little bit. Basically, San Francisco yeah. was 11 for me. That yeah. was the one that I considered putting in for Tennessee. But those two teams play next Thursday, so that will be a uh, a nice little litmus test both sides. Neither of us have Buffalo or Baltimore in. San Francisco, Cincinnati, just on the outside looking in for me as well. Um, yeah, I here. By the way, this is a big inflection point right this week. Kansas City and the Chargers tomorrow night. That's going to move some stuff. Colts and the Patriots. I have the Colts one spot ahead of the Patriots. I have the Chargers one stop one spot ahead of the Char- uh, the Chiefs. Rather, it's going to be going to be fascinating this weekend in the NFL. What a great Monday, Thursday, Saturday stretch. Monday being that Rams Cardinals game the other night. Matthew Stafford has never played a better game. Uh, he made some unbelievable throws in that game, and so uh, good on him for that. After a long, long career, obviously in uh, Detroit. Um, this should be fun because this will this will move all this stuff. This the point of this exercise again, trying to help us make some uh, wagers. I am on the Colts on Saturday. Uh, that Chargers line is back down to three again. That's another COVID situation. This is the game that is the is the you know the one that's coming up the quickest. Chiefs with Chris Jones now on the COVID list. Chargers though with Rashawn Slater on the COVID list. Keenan Allen off the COVID list. What means more? I'm with Drew. I think Slater means more. Down to three. Chiefs minus three at the Chargers tomorrow night. We'll come back. uh, Survivor talk and more of our NFL picks this week in the National Football League, of course. That's what the NFL stands for. We'll do that next. Numbers Game, Beast and the Sports Betting Network. The Numbers Game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Save 50% off a VSIN All Access subscription for the rest of football season with our big game special. Get access to our in depth matchup analysis, trends, and picks for every game and sport on the schedule, including our exclusive betting split showing you where the money is going on every game. Sign up today and you also get our daily best bet emails, weekly betting guides, 24 7 video, plus our all new college bowl betting guide covering every bowl game for only $39 at VSIN.com. Slash subscribe. You betting any bowl games this weekend, uh, Jeffrey? Any of them? Two? Not pre-flop. No. In-game fest is what this is. Same for me. At least the early games. Uh, early on the schedule. Uh, we get tweets, by the way. We got tons of tweets on Joe Pita's appearance yesterday on the show. Uh, it really resonated with a bunch of people. Over 10,000 views on Twitter on one of the clips. Uh, a couple other thousand on the other one. Um just read a smattering of those NFL underscore totals. Man, the uh, the numbers game segments with Joe Pita yesterday were so good. Hopefully, I'm in a position one day to apply what I learned to extract value from a Circus Survivor entry. Thanks to both of you. All thanks to Joe, uh, NFL totals. Um, the truth, 1980, this is very kind. He said, you show so much more than Detroit is a six-point dog. Thanks for this kind of guest and his way of thinking. Thank you, the truth. Uh, Agent Lebowski, great educational pieces today on the show as uh, Joe Pita gave some great insight into hedging. And uh, Gil taught us that on this date in 1913, the use of old-fashioned as a precursor to the word Donnybrook <laughs> became usual and customary for eternity. He's making that part up about 1913. Uh, Mile High Mike, absolutely mind-blowing from Joe Pita from driving in the Sierra Nevadas to looking to bet a tie in Reno. Absolutely fascinating. Dom Perrion. Uh, oh, well, we read that one yesterday. I feel like got the tuition for the advanced sports betting degree. On and on. Joe Pita, uh, really appreciate him yesterday being on the show and going through how he um, secured cash with his Circa Survivor entry when he got eliminated, going from 28 to 23. And, oh, by the way, won the Circa quarterly booby prize simultaneously. Later today on the show, Spanky joins us in studio. Uh, we will talk to him about uh, his podcast and uh, what he's in town working on, a sports betting event that I think you may find very interesting. We will talk to him in studio uh, next hour. And also Jason Weingarten. I wanted to bring this up, Jeff, because when we were talking about our power rankings, you were talking about why you brought Dallas down. One of the things we're going to talk about with Jason is 
NFL MVP, his thoughts on that, and Defensive Player of the Year. And Michael Parsons is a fascinating thing, right, because there's a Defensive Rookie of the Year market, which he's clearly going to win with his 12 sacks, two and a half shy of the rookie record set by Javon Curse back in 1999. Remember how we just were all over, like the media couldn't get enough of Javon Curse getting 14 and a half sacks in 1999 as a rookie. And here's Micah Parsons on the cusp of breaking that. And if you're watching that Washington game the other day, like Micah Parsons is in Taylor Heineke's face on one play, and then the very next play, it, the ball's going downfield, and Parsons is almost picking it off. And you're like, this guy is everywhere. He's everywhere on a football field defensively. It's an amazing season, so we'll find out. By the way, I don't think Jason is going in the Micah Parsons director, uh, direction for Defensive Player of the Year. But he is right in the mix. Right now, it is a very, very close market between Miles Garrett and T.J. Watt, who I believe are right around 3-1, to one, and then Micah Parsons right behind them at plus 350. I'm not sure if Jason's going with any of those three guys. So we'll talk about both those markets. By the way, let me just say this. One of his takes, one of those markets, I agree with the other one, and I'm not so sure about. Um, let's talk Survivor, since we were just having Joe Pito on talking about how he, uh, how he secured cash with his uh, circuit entry yesterday on the show. What, a, what is the status currently of Circa Survivor? Heading into week 15, remember, five more weeks, weeks in quotes, in Survivor at Circa, the $6 million pool for their second Survivor contest. Started out with 4,080 entries, five more weeks, in quotes, because there's still the Christmas quirk. So 23 left out of those 4,080 for the second week in a row. Remember, nobody got eliminated this past week. Each with an intrinsic value of $260,869.57. Two people have two entries left. They've got to be power ranked number one and number two. So it's 21 different people with the 23 remaining entries. Now, of note, the Rams, Cowboys, Bills, and Colts are all dead to the field. Nobody has them left. Why is that significant for this week? Well, in the case of the Cowboys and the Bills, those are two of the big of the six biggest favorites on the board. Dallas and Buffalo, two of the six biggest favorites on the board. So nobody can use them. Dallas on the road against the Giants. By the way, no Daniel Jones again. Buffalo at home against Carolina. We still don't know if it's going to be Josh Allen or not, but doesn't matter. Nobody has them. Of the remaining four very large favorites on the board. And, you know, we're just sort of coming up with these are the these are the largest favorites. Obviously, people can pick whatever they want. But of the four largest candidates then that are available to the field, 16 of 23 have Miami available. 16 of the remaining 23 entries have Miami available. Would you play Miami in Survivor, sir? Yes. You would? I would probably... That- now, I, I'm just trying to think, especially with the scenarios that you brought up there. I'm trying to see if there's one outlier that you could possibly go on. Miami is the safe choice that is available this week. The Jet, I have no idea how the Jets can score more than 10 points in that game. Jeff, so, Jeff is a Jets fan, a self-hating, defeatist Jets fan. No how's, this, how's this nine now? My goodness. Okay, now... I don't, I don't that's know a if difference. I play nine, that's a different story. But yeah, outright and survivor. Yeah, that's probably the way I would go this week. Okay, of the remaining big favorites on the board in Survivor, uh, beyond the Dolphins, remember sixteen of the twenty-three have the Dolphins uh, left to them. By the way, Chris Chris Felic, also a uh, a uh, Jets fan, chiming in here by uh, text. I'm going to Ron Burgundy through his text right here. What does he have to say? Um, let's see. <laughs> no. Uh, that wasn't about that. So, uh, yes, he says, uh, God, yes, I would take Miami in capitals. Uh, so San Francisco now, and I said this earlier, while the Rams line against Seattle has gone down because of COVID and why the, you know, the Browns line has gone down against the Raiders because of COVID from six to three and now off the board, San Francisco is now a nine, nine and a half point favorite against Atlanta. It has nothing to do with COVID. I'm not really sure why that's soaring. I mean, I like San Francisco, but nine, nine and a half, my goodness. 15 of the remaining 23 have San Francisco available to them. Would you play San Francisco? I am a lot more hesitant on them than I would be with Miami. I 
think San Francisco wins the game. I would not. I would bet it at nine. I'd absolutely take the nine with Atlanta. Uh, but look, Gil, uh, the other thing with the 49ers that you have to keep in mind, that Thursday game next week, that's a Christmas week day. Thursday night game. Yes, we'll get to that so we have to, yeah, At least keep that in the back of your mind if you use the Niners. Here's the thing, though. Christmas is sort of fleshing out in a way that I don't think the Niners matter. But we'll get to that momentarily. Here's the, here are the remaining games for the Dolphins after this week, because we just talked about the Dolphins. 16 of 23 have them left. Their remaining games are at New Orleans, at Tennessee, and home New England. So it's probably your last chance to play the Dolphins in Survivor, right? Uh, when it comes to the Niners, the Niners' remaining games on their schedule – after this home game against the Falcons, are at Tennessee, home Houston, at the Rams. So you do have one more opportunity to use the Niners. Then back to the survivor grid once again. Uh, the two remaining big favorites on the board that we haven't accounted for yet. Um, if we can flip that back. There we go. 13 of 23 have Arizona available. Very Christmas consideration as well. 13 of 23 with Arizona available. Remember, Arizona, huge favorites on the road against Houston this week. And then only four of 23 have Tampa Bay available. And remember, the Tampa Bay consideration is, do any of these remaining 21 people who have these 23 entries want to save Tampa Bay for Week 18 for a million-dollar bonus? That would be a consideration for them. Tampa Bay, double-digit favorites against New Orleans. Can we flip the uh, page here? Do we have one more page on this, on Survivor? Here are the other notes that go beyond this week. One entrant has the current number one AFC seed New England left. Ten of 23 have Green Bay available for Christmas. And speaking of that Week 18 bonus, two of 23 still have Kansas City available, saving perhaps for the million-dollar bonus. If they're thinking about the million-dollar bonus, I know I wouldn't be, but maybe somebody is. Back to that Green Bay point, though, Jeff. Ten of 23 have Green Bay available for Christmas. If you look at the Christmas quirk, and remember, Christmas is right after this weekend. What they're defining as Christmas over at Circa is the 23rd through the 25th. And those games are as follows. 49ers at Titans. I don't think you can play either side of that in Survivor. Browns at Packers. And then the Colts at the Cardinals. I don't think you can play the Colts at the Cardinals. And I damn, don't, I damn sure don't think you can play the Browns at the Packers. I think the Packers are the only team. They're the safest team on Christmas. 10 of 23 have Green Bay available for Christmas. Those 10, are in the to me, are in the driver's seat. That's a big advantage. Obviously, having two entries is the biggest at this point, but that's the second biggest advantage, having 10, 10 of those 23 having Green Bay left. 100%, especially with this COVID mess for Cleveland, the only concern yeah. would be what happens if that game were to have to get moved. That would be the only concern, Whoa. but I don't think you have to worry about that 10 days. Man, would that suck if some of these entries got bounced for some COVID shenanigans at this point. That would be awful. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare zumo play is your destination for endless entertainment with a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels movies and full tv series you'll easily find something to watch right away and the best part it's all free love music get lost in the 90s with iheart 90s dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iheart radio music channels no logins no signups no accounts no hassle so what are you waiting for start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and google play stores today all you can stream with zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. 
Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Bet MGM, the King of Sportsbooks, welcomes you with a special offer on the NBA. Simply place a $10 money line wager on any game, and if either team hits a three pointer, you'll win $200 in free bets, regardless of your bet's outcome. Just use bonus code VSID200 when you make your first bet. Enjoy NBA action like never before with Bet MGM's live betting options, boosted on specials, and daily promotions at your fingertips all season long. Download the app or go to betmgm.com and use bonus code VSID200 to win $200 in free bets if a three pointer is made the game you wager on. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wage your new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi or Nevada. We get tweets at beating the book. Uh, still, again, there's just so much response to uh, yesterday. Uh, Jacked Bauer. Gil, this was so good. I'm wondering if maybe this clip is moved to your pinned tweet. Just a thought. I go back a few times a year to listen to the Tim Donahue podcast you did. Thanks, chaps. Great show to uh, great show today. This was from uh, yesterday, I suppose. And then uh, the, he's the Tim Donahue podcast, by the way. Uh, Sean Patrick Griffin. Sean Patrick Griffin, uh, my buddy and author, who in the year 2011 wrote the definitive book on the Tim Donahue scandal, Gaming the Game is the name of the book, still available. Do you ever want to read the definitive, uh, you know, just entire account, the background, how it developed, that whole thing. Sean Patrick Griffin and I did a podcast years ago, 10 years ago, that uh, really does stand the test of time. And, and when you see the Tim Donahue story spring up through the years, nobody seems to cite Sean Patrick Griffin for uncovering everything. It's an amazing thing that happens in our, in our media world. Um, it's an incredible thing where people don't give credit properly. And so I really appreciate that from uh, Jack Bauer that you are, uh, that you go back and listen to that. We, we had a, we had a good time doing that podcast so long ago. This is from touchdown. Jesus uh, lessons of the gambler mindset slash focus. Amazing part of the Joe Peter interview yesterday was how someone that analytical and thoughtful could be surprised by suddenly getting other game updates and need to be reminded that he had a chance at the $25,000 booby prize which he won. Bainbridge DeWeese talking about our survivor talk. You can't play Tampa Bay against the Saints, he says. They somehow have Tampa Bay's number the last several games, even despite being a much worse team. New Orleans has definitely played Tom Brady tough. Um, NBA MVP. We were talking about Steph Curry earlier and just wanted to bring up these numbers. Obviously, it's December, but uh, never too early. Check them out. And to me, Jeff, this is a one-man race. I, I get it that Kevin Durant's at plus 450 and Giannis is plus 650. Everybody else double digits. But unless Steph Curry gets hurt or unless he just falls off in a way that no one could possibly anticipate his play falling off, ain't going to happen. Steph Curry's winning this thing. This is very much unlike the NBA MVP market from last year where it was a different dude seemingly every few weeks. Oh, now it's Jokic. Oh, now it was Doncic. Now it's Jokic. Now it's Giannis. Now it's whoever. Steph's to lose, right? Plus 140. Would you still bet him at plus 140? Yes. I would, too. Yeah. I I really would. Gil, it's it's really, it is clearly a two-horse race at most. And, look, Durant is on a back-to-back game streak where he went triple-double and scored, or excuse me, scored 50, and then he had a triple-double last night when the Nets had eight guys and beat uh, Toronto in overtime. Prince George's County. Yeah. uh, yeah. But, look, uh, Steph has been almost immaculate this year, almost perfect. And the Warriors, who, again, I thought were going to be much better than they've been the last few years. Obviously, two years ago was a disaster for them. Last year, didn't even get in the uh, the final bracket. But, Gil, 
when you're producing at the level that Curry is and carrying that team while Clay is still not back yet, and even though the other guys have played better than anticipated around him, it's hard to deny that Curry isn't the MVP. And it may not be much longer until we see a, a Curry laying a price here on the MVP uh, odds. But look, you know, more than anything that you have to uh, you have to keep in mind, as you mentioned, a guy with an injury history. That's the only thing that really makes me even have an ounce of hesitation here. 23 and 5, the Golden State Warriors. Best record in the NBA. 23 and 5. And as you said, without Clay, Clay was initially supposed to come back by Christmas. Is that going to happen now? There shouldn't be any rush, really. They should just leave, hey, Clay, chill. We're phenomenal. We don't need you to rush back. If this can even be considered a rush, you understand. But take your time. And the other thing about the, the whole Steph Curry versus KD thing, and we talk about this in the NFL MVP race or in any, you know, human being voted award category, that these are human beings and certain things enter the brain even if they're not acknowledged. KD, especially you, you put out a scenario off the air, which is, okay, Kyrie's not there, James Harden, choppy. So if KD leads Brooklyn to the number one seed in, in uh, the Eastern Conference, does that sway it towards him? Not if, not if the Warriors are threatening to have one of the great records in NBA history. It's not. Because, again, no clay. So I think that's a one-man show. NFL MVP, which we'll look at with Jason Weingarten momentarily. To me, this is a straight-up two-man race now. And I know we've, we've bantied about a bunch of guys here throughout the season. I actually have a Justin Herbert ticket at 40-1. to 1. Dead. All these guys. Let's go from the bottom. Lamar Jackson, 50-1. to 1. Come on. It's not going to happen. We don't even know he's playing for sure this week again. Josh Allen. Nope. Regressed this year. Jonathan Taylor. Great, great, great season. But that's talk for the offensive player of the year. Not for MVP. Just not how this thing is voted on. By the way, he's not the short shot for offensive player of the year anymore. Cooper Cup is. Dak Prescott, 20 to 1, is a diminished Dak. Definitely not. Matthew Stafford, great game the other night, but he had three games in a row where he had pick sixes. He's not going to win the MVP. Justin Herbert, as great as he is, and I have a ticket on him, as I just mentioned. Awesome. But as long as Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers are in this league, he's not winning this. Patrick Mahomes, forget about it. It's a subpar year for Patrick Mahomes. And then Kyler Murray missed too many games to, to be considered really here. Now, can anything happen in the last four games where someone catches ridiculous fire? Sure. But Tom Brady at minus 150 and Aaron Rodgers plus 550. You cannot make a bet on anybody else, could you? Not a single – that would be a ridiculous bet to me, anybody else. All right, I'm going to make the case real quick for Justin Herbert. Real quick. Please do. I'm not saying that it's a good case, but I'm going to make the case. (laughs) Okay. This is a standalone Thursday night game coming up without his star left tackle in Slater. If Justin Herbert and the Chargers sweep the Chiefs with Herbert having a huge game, the Chargers, the last few games of this season, get the Texans, the Broncos, and the Raiders very manageable last three games. I know the Broncos destroyed them in Denver earlier in the year, uh, but that is a, a that game's in LA, not an altitude, uh, not an elevation. The Chargers w- win the AFC West if they win this game on Thursday, more than likely. The Chargers would then have an outside shot at the number one seed if New England loses twice. If the Chargers get the number one seed, Justin Herbert is very much live to win the NFL MVP. Now, talking not, into existence, Jeff. Not, not that I would at 16 to 1, I think it's worth a small bet, not a big one. I think it's worth a sprinkle. But more than likely this comes down to Brady and Rodgers, and I don't think the old man's getting denied at this point. The older man, I should say of the two. Yeah. I like I said I have Herbert at 40 to 1. I wish you were right. I pray you're right, but that's not going to happen. Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady are so like, you just wonder, will, again, only the first-place votes count. Only the first-place votes count here. 50 people voting on this, which is, again, why we have that ridiculous stat of Russell Wilson has never gotten an MVP vote because they only tally up the first-place votes. So he's never gotten a first-place vote is the point. It's not that he hasn't gotten a vote. But Tom Brady at 44 years old, I mean, 
we, we have to sort of stop at our tracks and not take this for granted. This is incredible, this season he's having. Minus 150. And then will voters, again, human beings, this just in, will anybody still hold a grudge? And Aaron Rodgers has been spectacular too, right? Like you can't take anything away from Aaron Rodgers. Who again, if, you're, if, you, if you want one quarterback for one game, you're still probably picking Aaron Rodgers over everybody. But will any of those human beings still hold the off-the-field stuff against him? In other words, will there be a voter or two or three or ten who will be like, yeah, you know, I want to vote for Aaron Rodgers, but uh, I really like the way that whole vaccination thing went down, the whole yes. mask thing. Yes is the answer? Yes. What, give me a number of the 50 voters. How many people, do, how many do you think might vote for Aaron Rodgers but are now going to be like, yeah, you know what, I didn't appreciate that? I'll put it at two and a half, but two and a half could sway. That going over could sway that easily to Brady. Should Brady be this big of a favorite? Should Brady be minus 150 and Rodgers be plus 550? No, I think Brady should be slight plus money. Would, would you bet Aaron Rodgers at plus 550? It definitely worth the consideration, Gil. Yeah. Talk to... Uh, Jason Weingarten about this in Defensive Player of the Year. He's got he's got different picks than all of these in both of these markets. Names that we have not touched upon yet. That's next. And of course, Smanky as well. A numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Bet MG. Bet MG. Bet MG. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.